Nikisha, and this is Talking Horror with Jamie and Nikisha, where we share our love for spooky things and talk horror through the lens of human behavior. Welcome, everyone. Such a fun time. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween sounds. I don't know what that means. Werewolves and and ghosts. Spooky, scary. Spooky season. Spooky, scary. Yes. (laughs) Spooky, scary skeletons and whatever that song is. That one is. Because we are gearing up to get ready for this fantastical of fantastic Halloweens, which I just need to point out that I just found out Halloween is on a Monday, which is perfect for me and my profession. Oh, yeah. Because that is my day off. Yay. So I'm figuring out how I want to spend it if I want to, if we want to throw a party or something or whatever, but we have the day off, so... Super excited about that. Very stoked. But today, to get us in that spooky mood, we are talking about the 2007 anthology horror comedy film, Trick or Treat. Who the hell is that? Uh, I got an NRA membership in my pocket and a shotgun over the fireplace. uh, So get out of here before I... Mr. Cree. (laughs) Uh, Stephen. Stephen Wilkins. What in God's name are you doing down there, Wilkins? Uh, hiding bodies? <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. I don't know what that voice was, but I also just love the fact that it's trick R treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not or. It's just the letter R. R. So, <laughs> R. Actually, yes, which reminds me, I just watched the Parks and Recs Halloween episode, and Ron Swanson always dresses up as a pirate. Oh, yeah. And that uh-huh. is his only costume. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best. Uh, But yes, Trick or Treat, it is directed by Michael Doherty and produced by Brian Singer. This film stars a bunch of people because it's an anthology, guys. But I would just say that some of the actors that I recognize, and y'all can tell me which ones you've recognized. But I recognize uh, Dylan Baker solely because, (laughs) not for Spider-Man, but because he was Catherine McPhee's dad, McPhee's dad in Smash, if you watched the musical TV yes. show Smash. Yes, so yes, we did. <laughs> uh, Rochelle Eights, Anna Paquin, we love her, and Jean-Luc Bilodeau, who was on Baby Daddy on uh, Freeform. If y'all, did you ever see that show? Oh, wow, Freeform. Yeah, I know. Pretty good show. No. But those are the people <laughs> I recognize. Did y'all recognize any other actors in this that I have not stated? Um, yeah, the, the couple at the opening, Leslie Bibb, um, oh, I, I yeah. know. Yes. Uh, and then her husband was on um, Battlestar Galactica. So I, I'm, oh. I, I mean, uh, Battlestar Galactica. I watched that. <laughs> and uh, take it over yeah. to the Nerdverse, Brian. Yeah, I know. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Beautiful. There were some other ones. Oh, uh, did you, you, you said, oh my God, I almost said Logan Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cox. Good job. Oh, no, I didn't say that. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Wait, who was he? The, uh, the bus driver. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Do you watch? Beautiful. Plus, do you watch oh. Succession? I don't. Should oh, okay. I? I should. Yeah, always. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> what were you so saying, Jamie? Shows. Uh, also, the kid from Bad Santa. <laughs> oh, I've not it's seen the kid Bad who Santa. smashes the pumpkins. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. Just well, failure. we're focused on Halloween, so right. you know, Christmas will have its own time. <laughs> we're not. We're not here for Christmas right now. <laughs> right. We're never here for Christmas. It's Halloween, twenty four seven here on this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Grand. Well, yes, we'll be talking all things trick or treat. So if you have not seen it, you should go watch it. It's pretty cute. And then come back and listen to us dissect it, discuss it, and do all the things. And are there any trigger warnings for this movie, Jamie? Sorry, I was too busy miming everything that you were saying. I, um, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of insides on the outside. Mm-hmm. There is ch- lots of child murder in this. Yeah. Um, there are, uh, there's, you know, references to assault. Um, there are lots of, um, you know, like spooky, spooky, creepy imagery. Um, but yeah, mostly the child murder stuff. That's pretty, that's, that's that's bad. That's probably one of the worst things. Absolutely. So if you're not into any of that, please, please pass Mm -hmm. on this one. Listen to our suggestions. Watch one of the other spooky anthologies that we'll probably recommend. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot. I'm really, Mm -hmm. I really dig, I will say I really dig a spooky anthology and I, I mean, I'll get into like in gripes of this, but I just want to say, I do like that there was a through line in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So before we get into everything that is trick or treat, let's just talk about what we've seen, what we've done. I.e., I'm just going to talk about how I went to Spirit Halloween for the first Yay! time. Yay! <laughs> That's all I want to yes, hear about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, I will say, um, the, the fact that so many things are already sold out and it's not even October yet is pretty wild. So when I walked wow. into the Spirit Halloween, there was a lot of stuff that just off the racks. And I was surprised to see, I I don't know why I was surprised, but I was surprised to see Stranger Things 4 stuff up, mostly because, like, how do you dress up as, you just dress like the 80s. So why is there an actual costume for Hmm. that? And it wasn't, and it wasn't like a Hellraiser's t-shirt, you know, there was a full 11 80s outfit in the little plastic packet. Sure, yeah. Like, what? And it's not even the the one with the waffle, you know, and the and the dress that was the first <laughs> season. Like I get that, great. But why would you want like an eleven eighties outfit? Just like go to the thrift store, go thrifting, and and buy an eighties outfit. And you're like, yeah, this is my outfit. It's Stranger Things season four. You get it, you know. Uh, but I just love roaming into that store. I was probably there for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at all the things. I bought two T-shirts. I wanted some more Pop Funkos. They had the uh, um, the Sanderson, Sanderson sisters. sisters. I yes. mean, uh, let me see which Funkos they had. I mean, <laughs> they had the Sanderson sisters. They had they have Billy. Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they have they have some uh, the trick or treat ones. They have uh, oh, they didn't have that at mine. Oh, when I saw when, when yeah. we went, they had um, one of the kids on the bus in the clown mask <gasps> um, there oh. uh, as well. And um, and I think there's also a rare that you can find that's a spirit Halloween exclusive. That's a mm-hmm. black light uh, killer clown from outer space. One of those clowns. Um, but Wait. you know, I, I mean, let me check. Let me check online. I don't know. <laughs> If you need to find a Funko, Brian is the go-to guy for that. Mm-hmm. But I will say that just being there put me in all of the great spirits. It also, I get so mad when I go through there and any, you know, Marshalls or, or Bed Bath & Beyond that has all of their Halloween stuff up as well because it makes me just want to have a house, you know, magically poof in this economy, have a house sure. just so that I can decorate it with all of all of the things. I want an Annabelle doll. I want a full size Chucky doll just outside holding the little bowls, to put the candy in the candy holder. You know, I want all of the, the spiders and the things jumping out and it's the zombie babies. That's what really got me. I was like, why the babies got to be zombies? Truly just, you know, spiders coming out of their mouths and there's one baby like eating brains. It's like, this is really intense. What are y'all going through? We need to dissect that. What, um, first of all, did you play with all the stuff, like make the things pop out and like the interactive, uh, Stuff or? So all that stuff was turned off. Like you couldn't, you couldn't do it. It was set up Aww. just to see the the size of it, but you couldn't actually play with all those things. So I was really upset. Mm. I couldn't do the little spider that jumps out sure. at you. But did y'all y'all win? Did y'all do some of that stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, what was your oh favorite? Well, well, I don't. Oh, uh, like <laughs> animatronic so that they had. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was uh, that really tall guy. Oh, he was freaky deaky. He was freaky deaky, man. Too tall. Too tall, some would say. That's what was um, scary about him. He was just a little too tall. <laughs> he was too yeah. tall. Um, it was actually an employee. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I loved – oh, I love the one – there's like a skeleton that like pops out of the basket or like he's in like a burlap Ooh. sack because I stepped yeah. on it knowing that it was going to like pop out and it still yes. scared me. <laughs> It happened very fast, to be That's fair. true. Like, okay. I, I don't know if this was done on purpose, but, like, the timing was off. You know how, like, you, mm. you step on it and then, like, you think you have, like, a certain amount of time before it pops up or it's going to be immediate? It's, like it, it's yes. like it popped up in between the beats and I didn't expect that. <laughs> See, that's why that's why you have to buy it. If it if it scares Brian, then it's in the cart. You know, mm-hmm. it's going it's mm-hmm. going home that night. Yeah, yeah that's, it, that's, that's the rules. It's gonna be one of those situations where like it, it like I'll be getting up to go to the bathroom at like four in the morning, and then like I'll go into the bathroom and like there's this skeleton popping out of a burlap sack. And then- <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so mean. That, Wait, you want me buy it immediately? <laughs> yeah, immediately going online. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Um, what t-shirts did you get? So, okay, the one that I really wanted was Big Trick Energy, but they were sold out of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite. So I got Hollow Wasted, where the pumpkin is like throwing up pumpkin guts. And then I got, what, a Dreamland one, and it was just Freddy Freddy Krueger. I had to limit myself to two because I would have bought one of everything (laughs) 
<laughs> that was in my size. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, let me just let me just get to. And then at randomly at Bed Bath & Beyond, they had all of these skeletons in yoga positions. <laughs> and so <clears throat> I bought one just for my dressing room. Just have a little uh, skeleton doing his meditation. You know? Oh, I love that. Just a reminder of spooky season and also meditate <laughs> for your yeah. own peace. <laughs> and uh, uh, I love, Jamie got a t-shirt. I love the t-shirt she got. Mm-hmm. What was the T-shirt again? I think you. I it was. Saw it, uh, yeah, I wore it uh, for a different recording. Yes. Um, it was the. Uh, it was Ghostface, and it's. What did it say? Mm. Now I forget. Why is my brain? Why does my brain do this to me? <laughs> it was like horror movies and chill, or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Well, see, that's why, guys, you have to follow us on YouTube so you can see the things for yes. yourself. So even if we forget, you just go back. And you've seen it, and it's all good. I you know will what we're talking about. forget. <laughs> <laughs> Them's that the rules. is a fact. <laughs> Them's the rules. Them's the rules. <laughs> well, speaking of rules, because there's so mm-hmm. many in this movie, and I would love to dissect mm-hmm. the ones that you guys knew about or found out through this movie, but we need a plot summary of Trick or Treat before we get yes. into it. What's the plot? <laughs> Whose turn is it? Uh, Why don't we... Okay, hear me out. Why don't we all do it? Because there are multiple plot lines and we just like... Every... Every... So every 30 seconds... No, that's only... Yeah, every... Every 20 seconds we'll pass it to someone else. And I'll I'll keep time, but I'll make Mm -hmm. sure that like we're passing it to each other. This is going to be great, guys. Mm-hmm. I think that's not going to work, but we're going to try. A cheeky way of trying to get I us like all it. to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And here we go. Nikisha starts. I didn't say. I'll start. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, who goes starting? Okay. It'll be Nikisha, Jamie, Brian, Nikisha, Jamie, Brian, until we get okay. to the two minutes. Okay. Okay. And yeah. Nikisha, Go. We open up. It's Halloween. People are trick-or-treating. There's this couple who is over it. They get to their house, and the woman is saying, oh, let's take down the decorations because my family is coming. And so the guy goes upstairs, and while she's taking down decorations, there's this somebody jumps out of nowhere and kills her. Switch. And uh, and then we get cut to a kid who's stealing candy from a candy bowl, and it's this high, this principal, and he's talking to him about the, respecting the traditions. And then the kid dies because apparently he poisoned the candy. You're supposed to check the candy before you eat it, but how are you supposed to check it for cyanide? Nobody tells you this. I'm still confused. Somebody clarify this. Switch. And he buries okay. Bobby. So she she he, yeah she buries the body in the backyard. The next door neighbor comes out and is just like, "What you doing?" He feeds a finger to the dog. It's gross. And then the son comes home from trick or treating, and he's like, "Dad, Dad, can we do some fun things?" So we carve a pumpkin. He's like, hold on, you little brat. So then uh, they end up carving the pumpkin together, but we realize that the pumpkin is actually uh, the, 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 kid's, uh, the kid's head. Switch! And then there's a whole bunch of girls who are doing sexy costume Mean Girls style, and they're trying to find uh, somebody, some boys to go to a party with. And uh, I think it switches to another story at this time, but I'll just finish this storyline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Switch! So the, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I finishing this storyline? Yes. Uh, there's a man that's following uh, Anna Paquin, and uh, she 
she gets him before he gets her. And then you find that that her and all of them are werewolves and then they shed their clothes and their skins and they're Switch. They're eating all Okay, everyone. so there are these kids who are trying to collect pumpkins because they need to go to a quarry or something like that where we find out that there is a bus from the past who all the kids died because the parents wanted them dead and the bus driver survived. And we find the bus driver was the next door neighbor and the next door neighbor gets attacked by Sam who's on my shirt if you're watching. He's also a guy in a burlap sack on his head. And then um, the kids come back to kill the bus driver because he's him. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I think that went pretty way better than we thought that that was going to go. <laughs> we missed like a whole thing, right? Or like. <laughs> Wait, which story did. did we... <laughs> no, we got them all. You did? Oh, you you finished? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. Yeah. 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 He got to the bus and and the kids, you know. (laughs) Fantabulous. Well, let's talk about our relationship with this movie. I think, Brian, you have a special relationship with this, so you talk to me about this movie. I I don't, but I'll go first. It's okay. (laughs) No, tell us why you love this movie. Um, uh, I only watched it for the first time a couple years ago. Uh, Matt, who we Matthew Woods, who we have on the podcast, used to do, uh, maybe he still does, I don't know, um, monster movie nights. He'd invite friends over every Monday during uh, Halloween or during the month of October, excuse me. And uh, mm. he would put on a surprise movie. And the night that I happened to go over a couple years ago, he was playing Trick or Treat. I'd never seen it before, and I just had a blast. And um, uh, and that that kind of started my love for anthology horror. Um, we'll talk yeah. more about that when we go and like some gripes and things like that. But this is only my second time watching it. And it always oh. surprises me that this is the only one there are no sequels because I feel like Sam, especially Spirit Halloween, is everywhere. I'm wearing a shirt. Everywhere. Like Jimmy has the Funko Pop behind her. You know, like yes. Sam is everywhere and he's only in one movie. Like that's that I there've been a lot of like legal issues and production issues and stuff like that, but that's crazy oh. to me. That is, because you would think that I've seen this figure throughout the years of going to spirit and, and all the things and Jamie is showing her wonderful pop Funko <laughs> for people to see on the YouTubes. But it, but in watching this movie, it was so crazy to think that, I mean, he does have a big part in it cause it's one of the stories in the anthology, but it's also crazy to think that there was, there isn't more, like you said, Brian, sorry, I don't know why I made that in my head. I thought that you had like, this was your movie, but that's monster squad. We'll get to that when we get to that. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> Uh, Jamie, have you seen this before? Yes. I don't remember when I saw it for the first time. I definitely didn't see it when it came out. It came out in 2007. I was graduating high school back then. Me too. You know, living my life. Um, (laughs) So I I don't remember when I watched it. But at some point, I learned about these like horror anthologies. And this was on the list. And I watched it. And... I I really enjoy this one. Um, this one is probably this one probably is my favorite horror anthology. anthology. Mm. Sorry if I'm offending other people. I still <laughs> very much like most of the other ones. I just think that this one has the best through line and like the story blends really nicely together. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas some of the other horror anthologies, it is like completely disconnected from yeah. one another. And then sometimes you get a little bit of in between, but, um, but yeah, this one, this one is my favorite. I also do love that there is like, you know, a, a mascot 
for this. Th- it's not even a chain for this just one yeah, off for this movie. Little, yeah, little picture. Um, <laughs> you know, like Sam is adorable. He is adorable. Sam as the costume with costume and without costume is like a giant pumpkin head is also adorable. Sam I am pumpkin the pumpkin <laughs> head. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, let's get into it with our first segment of likes and gripes. And now our likes and gripes. So I'll start this one. Yeah, you haven't seen this before. I want to hear everything you have to say. Yes. So just some context. My life has been real crazy. So I had to watch this in like two sittings between like doing shows. <laughs> but I love an anthology. I've I've referenced this before, this TV show before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two sentence horror story, you know, stuff. I just and there's a an, another show called um Monsterland on Hulu that is also an anthology, but there is a through line. And so you see some of the the characters kind of coming back and doing other things. And um, I don't know. I, I I just I dig it. Give me like a, a, a short of horror, and I and if you can compact it and make it a good story in a short amount of time, that's what's impressive to me, and that's what keeps me coming back to those kinds of things. Uh, so for this one, I thought that it fulfilled everything I wanted it to fulfill. Um, as far as being an anthology, as far as it being a comedy, I will say that the the whole children bus massacre thing was deeply unsettling. Also because of the use of certain terms that are really just, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate. But to have kind of that through line with the bus driver at the end, which I suspected that halfway through the movie that, the, oh yeah, okay, if we're all connecting this, then the old guy has to be the the bus driver that's just you know the cranky to himself guy um and it was nice seeing all of the you know do's and don'ts precautionary tales that we've heard about with halloween of the razor blades in the candy which i don't think i ever saw any um tv show or movie depicting that i just remember that being a hearsay thing throughout my community which was really wild uh to think that we're all just, you know, sharing the same stories, living basically the same lives. Um, another urban legend, perhaps. Another oh, yeah. urban legend. Stay and tuned. Oh God. <laughs> Jamie's favorite. And and I actually do want to ask questions, and any of y'all can ask this um or answer this. I don't know the story of blowing out the the jack-o'-lantern lights. What's that urban legend? What's supposed was supposed to happen? Do y'all know that? I had never heard that one before, but I also like, just from a practical standpoint, like it didn't make sense to me that she wanted to, in like the first part, like Leslie Bibb and like that first um, Yeah, the opening scene. Mm -hmm. Like who is, who on (laughs) earth is taking down Halloween decorations on oh, Halloween, it's still oh actively God. happening. Like, yes. what is wrong with you? I, I did not understand that. That was <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. Like, they're still trick-or-treaters out. Like, yes. let them have their fun. Absolutely. Like, your mom's coming? Who cares? Truly. <laughs> I, and you don't have any kids? Like, okay, anyway. Mm. As we've said during these episodes and doing Talking Horror, like, that's a top 
that's a top five Jamie watching the movie comment where she was like, oh. she was like, what psychopath is taking down the decorations when they get home from a parade they didn't even want to go to? Like, exactly. Amazing. Like the, all of this. Yeah. Like, why, well, obvi- he wanted to go. He's yeah. obviously into Halloween. Yeah. She's, uh, I, yeah, it just like, that doesn't make sense to me. I understand maybe not wanting like a fire to start. But then, like, I don't know. Don't use real candles. They have fake ones now. Like, put a fake candle in your, yeah. in your jack-o'-lantern. And if or you're don't worried decorate about the, as much as, as you did. Yeah. Yeah. Was- <laughs> yeah. Then, like, why go so intensely with your decorations if you're like, well, you know, it's gonna. it took so long to put them up. It's going to take so long to take them down. Might as well start while it's still October 31st. Like, it's they- not like the clock strikes midnight and all of a sudden it's, like, gear up towards – Semen. I'm not even gonna say the c word here because we are we are in spooky time. I don't want to conjure any other holidays at this time. Mm-mm. Like it doesn't work that way. Like let us enjoy the holiday for what it is. And mm-hmm. I, for one, appreciate that Halloween vibes and spooky vibes start earlier and earlier, and that just makes me happy. And to all those people who are sour pusses about us happy people being like. Yeah, I can't wait till fall. You're like, meh, it's still summer. Fine, enjoy your disgusting heat. Go sweat <laughs> outside. I don't care. Keep your sweat away from my jack-o'-lantern candle so it doesn't go out, okay? Uh, and that has, and been. that has been Parlor Talk with Jamie. <laughs> Come sit, have a drink. It's Parlor Talk. <laughs> Cause that, that was Ooh, peak. Okay, peak parlor talk. Actually, I and I loved every bit of it, especially the sweat taking out <laughs> the candle. <laughs> the Your sweat is getting in the way of me having my fun in my fall yes. time. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful. Uh, oh, and I another last question, just with the storyline with with Sam, our poster child, pumpkin person uh, for this movie. <laughs> What was the point of him terrorizing that old man when at the end he didn't even kill him? He just took a piece of candy and walked away. Some, please, somebody explain. Why I don't didn't he think just kill he, him? I think it was because he did not put out candy. He He doesn't do anything for Halloween. So, like, when he first started... Uh, like when that uh, story first started, he was scaring away the trick-or-treaters with his dog intentionally. Uh, like he was like the okay. only house on the block that like wasn't celebrating Halloween. Gotcha. And then and then that the lawn was filled with the jack-o'-lanterns mm-hmm. and then other like spooky things started to happen. And then Sam was like bothering him. And then once he... I think once he received the candy, because he also was saying like trick or treat. So like once Sam mm. got the candy at the end, like that's the only thing that stopped him from like following through with his stabbing was like receiving the candy being handed out to him. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So like the, the moral of the story is you need to participate or the the people will come and terrorize you. Follow the I, traditions follow or the traditions. face yeah. the consequences. Nikisha, I think I wrote it down here. You said uh, pumpkin people. <laughs> Pumpkin person. Pumpkin person. Po- poster child for the pumpkin person. Poster child. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. So then that makes sense. So then the fact that old girl at the beginning took down her decorations 
and she died was because that's why you're not supposed to take down your decorations. Yeah, don't blow Leave out the candle. I think it's like don't blow out the candle. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't take down the decor. Yes. Uh, always and hand, hand out, out candy. Mm-hmm. But like, there's rules for everyone, so it's not just like participating in terms of like your responsibilities as a homeowner. Which I feel mm-hmm. like they should really give you a, you know, you buy your first home. There should be like a scroll in your house of like rules to participate. For Halloween. In the community, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it says all these things. So it's not, but it's not only as the person who's like handing out the stuff, but, you know, on the receiving end, as the trick-or-treaters, you uh, you shouldn't take more than, you know, your allotted candy piece. Mm-hmm. You have to check your candy. But again, if someone can tell me how you check for cyanide, I'd love to know. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not a scientist. Um <laughs> And I mean, I guess like don't prank too far. Mm. Like don't trick, trick. too far. Mm-hmm. I don't know what <laughs> what what was too far in the movie that prank that the kids did on the girl. But also, their candles and the pumpkins went out in the fog. Oh, you're right. Hmm. Do you think that's what it was? I don't know, because here's the other thing. (laughs) Sam was on the side of the road in the flashback. You know, like, I don't know if, like, Sam's in the flashback, so, like, you know, is is murdering kids on Halloween bad? Like, is that why he's there? You know what I mean? Like, Mm. did Sam, like, say, I'm not, like, did the Sam magic save the bus driver so they can get him later like I, I don't know I'm making things up as I speak right now but like <laughs> no but like I, I, I was thinking about the same thing like what is everybody's like rule break situation because Sam's not in every storyline um, right he's only really in those three he's in three of the five essentially um yeah so yeah I think that's interesting. well like like you say do you mean like as a participant or as a witness as in, he, he's only an active participant in three of the things. Mm, yeah. He's, he's only an active participant in the bus driver storyline, in the mm-hmm. uh, bus, uh, excuse me, in the in the bus massacre. Or, no, no, no. no. He's, a, he's a witness. Yeah. So only so maybe two. Just two. Just yeah. two. He's only mm-hmm. an active he, participant. He too. goes trick-or-treating at the principal's house and gets candy there. Right. Mm. So that's witnessing or like that's just being – so really it's only the bus driver in the opening scene. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's also witnessing he's eating candy at the party. Yes. Oh. Yes. Which is all wild. <laughs> just crazy how all that is is interwoven and how you can miss certain things – I don't know. It's it's also one of those things to watch over and over again because there are certain things that you can miss in that aspect of it because I didn't even realize – I don't even remember him going to the principal and getting and getting that candy because all I remember is the principal cutting off that boy's head and them carving, mm-hmm. and carving it like a pumpkin and mm-hmm. me thinking that he was going to kill his son. Oh, my gosh. That's just starting off so crazy. I just thought when he was holding his son and holding that knife, I was like, okay, what – what is what is happening? What are we doing? What has what like, has Brian and Jamie gotten me into? Yeah, but 
But then, Murder. you know, it makes it easier that it was, oh, it was a boy that you killed. <laughs> that makes sense in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm trying to kill his son. Oh, he's <laughs> killing another boy. Oh, he's killing another boy. Okay, great, great, great. Cool, cool, cool. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Brian, do you want to go on with your likes and gripes of this? Sure. I agree with Jamie. This is my favorite of the Halloween anthologies, spooky anthologies. I just think it's the colors, the oranges and the reds are just so vibrant in this. And then you have the darker story tones. Like, I just think it's beautifully filmed. Um, I think each story is strong. I I don't think there's like an actual weak story link in this one. Um, I think Sam, I, it, it, it both depresses me greatly and ex- and 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 excites me that this is his only movie because it makes it more special. Um, mm-hmm. I love Sam. I think the reveal of him at the end is awesome. I like. Okay, so let me go through my likes. I love the comic book opening and like that. We're like mm. it, these are like tales like of the like Halloween world. I love that stuff. Um, and I thought that like watching everything drawn out, like literally at the beginning was fantastic. This is a much hornier movie than I remember it being. Um, <laughs> that's Halloween for you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> great line. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Uh, I also oh. wrote, you can't check for arsenic. That's like cheating. He's like, that's like predator being invisible. It's cheating. Um, cheating. Yes. Oh, I, I wrote, it's shocking to me that we don't have a million trick-or-treat twos, threes, fours, fives, six, all with Sam. Like, different directors, like, like anything. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, a gripe. Not a gripe, but, like, something that, similar to you, Nikisha, disturbed me was when the line where they're, like, uh, the disturbed kids are the parents' dirty secret, whatever that line was. Yeah. Um, um, very disturbed. That whole sequence was just disturbing in general. Um mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, the pulp coming out of Sam's head when uh, when he was shot is just like <gasps> spectacular production stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, the hand on the floor is amazing. Uh, gri- gripe and like again, I cannot deal with leg injuries. Um, mm. Like under the bed slicing, like we saw that. There's we've seen that too much on this podcast. We need to stop yes. making movies that have like Achilles heels <laughs> being like. Like, Might they suggest twice. we watch Hostel next? No, no, no. <laughs> I've never seen that. Uh, Just kidding. I've never seen it. That's not for me either. Oh. Eek. Oh, um, uh, yeah. And I wrote, how is he still walking? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think that, that that final sequence with the fight between him and Sam is one of the best like final sequences of any movie, like horror movie. I just think it's well choreographed. It's really fun. All of this is spooky, but it's not spooky to the effect that like I can't watch it. Like, it's right. just like, it really gets me into the Halloween October spirit with like how it's, it's, it's presented. Um, and then my only gripe per se, and maybe I missed something, is that why this Halloween? Like, mm. why is this Halloween the Halloween Sam, like, I guess, actually, I guess Jamie's explanation of why he like why he left uh, the bus driver makes a lot more sense than what I had in my head. He was just leaving him for the other ghosts because he knew they were coming because the kids woke them up. Like, but Sam by witnessing all of this is kind of like, but, but I think it's the candy thing too. I think if he didn't like receive the candy, I think that's 100% correct. But why this Halloween? Like is, I guess my question is why on this Halloween is the bus driver like finally like burning the pictures 
You know what I mean? Right. But like, yeah. why is it, why is this that, Halloween yeah. special? I don't understand why they, they did that in particular, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was like some anniversary or something that we, that we missed. Yeah. Um, maybe. did they the, say, was it the anniversary of the massacre? Possibly. Maybe well, the, the, the yeah, maybe it was an even number anniversary or something like that. Or I, I don't know. Mm. Um, we'd probably have to watch again. But yeah, that was my only gripe. Like, why this Halloween? Like, does yeah. Sam come to this town every year? Is this just Sam? Mm. Like, if we had sequels, we would see if it was still in that Ohio town or if it yeah. was in, like, you know, California next time. Or, like, is Sam this entity that just, like, chooses a town? Are there multiple pumpkin people? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, that kind of thing. But like this movie has its own little, this is the Halloween night where just a lot of spooky things. There's a lot of spooky energy. I think they mentioned that this town is like loves Halloween and stuff like that. So um, there's that aspect of things. Uh, Another like, I love that the girls uh, pulled up to the, in the, in their opening sequence, they pulled up with a New York license plate even though they're in Ohio, mm. I like appreciated that, like that little detail of like, they're from out of town type of thing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I-, I thought all the acting was good. I think all the stories were concise. Nothing felt drawn out. It's like a quick yes. watch. I love this movie. Those are my likes and gripes. Thank you. Yes. Jamie, did you have, I know you mentioned some of your gripes, but do you have any more likes and gripes for this? Um, I, I don't know. I think Brian covered everything that I really enjoy about this film. It's just really great. And this is like one of the only reasons why I could ever wish I lived in Florida so I could go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal because they have done trick-or-treat themed things there. And I would, I want to live, I want to live in this town. I want to celebrate. I want to go to this Halloween. I, I've never been to a Halloween parade. I want to go to a Halloween parade. That sounds so fun. Have you done the uh, Halloween at Disney? Not that one either. Mm-hmm. I know, same. And I'm so mad Wait, because we did it. We went to not Mickey's not so scary Halloween yeah, party. Yeah, I don't know if I would count that. That wasn't. That's not like their actual Halloween. Okay, that's fair. Thing. It was like Halloween in the summer, and it was like oh, like lessened okay. because of COVID. So they didn't really they didn't really do anything. They had like two. They had like three cavalcades or something. Okay. When was fire? Why was it fire? What was that? The dragon. The like dragon. The dragon. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That was cool. That was I cool. I wanted like spookier. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I those, know what you're saying. Yeah. Or even just they do like the Sanderson sisters. Right. Concert at the castle and all that stuff. And right. We didn't do any of that. We did. Yeah. However, uh, we did do Haunted Mansion at night, which was super cool. Mm. I love Haunted Mansion. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have that, like, uh, they were doing, like, comedy or something in front of it, too? Yeah. Oh. Two of the, like, cast members were dressed up as, like, ghosts and butler ghosts, ghosts and, like, and doing, like, some, like, fun stuff outside Bits. while you waited in line to, like, get in. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I When I worked at Disney for their uh, C-word holiday... Since we're not going to say it. <laughs> but I I had to be there October 29th to start the onboarding process. And so, of course, everything is knee deep. But because my onboarding process was for, for the next week, 
I couldn't get my pass to go into the park for free uh, to what experience a the stuff. So I was so upset because I thought that I would be able to get into the park for Halloween and I couldn't do it. So next time we'll take a vacation. We all need to take a vacation. And group, group vacation, group spooky yeah. vacation. Everybody yes. share this podcast with two other people or five other people so that we can start making that sweet, sweet podcast money so we can go and report to you back from Halloween in Florida. We'll go to Disney and Universal. That's the plan. Everyone share this. Let's go. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Okay, well, if we're done with our likes and gripes of this, let's go on to our next segment of mm, brains. brains. Pumpkin brains, mm. pumpkin seed mush brains. Well, <laughs> this movie is pretty straightforward and it's supposed to be a comedy, so you do lean into some of the not so great decision making. I also do want to point out that. N- I did have this question, but it didn't bother me a lot. I just want to know the principal's backstory. I want to know why he is terrorizing these kids, burying them in his yard. Also, why are you then going out into parties and biting people and and killing people? Like, Can we just have a a trick-or-treat that is the prequel and just the principal? Because I just want to know where his brain is at, where how he got to that point. Aside from that, <laughs> with the bus massacre situation, which we've all said was very unsettling, my question to you, Jamie, is if there is a parent that is struggling and in need of assistance with their child that might have some form of a special need, what advice would you give that parent? Yeah. I mean, I would not do what this movie purports, um, I would do like the opposite. Um, I would, I mean, there's the thing is like, there are a ton of supports out there. I think the challenge is just like finding them and accessing Mm -hmm. them, but like, you know, knowing that you don't have to navigate these things alone because like the resources and supports are out there there's all kinds of resources. And it, I think it depends on like the need and, you know, how severe the need is. It's like a spectrum of needs and based on, you know, how, how intense or less intense some of the need needs are, mm-hmm. that kind of helps you figure out which services to access. So like, um, if it's <clears throat> intense, like mental health or like intense behavioral health, like do these kids need access to therapy, family therapy? Mm. Um, do they need group therapy? Do they um, need therapy at school? Um, do they need, you know, are there other needs that have to be met, like developmental needs? Um, like if they're not neurotypical, do they need uh, an education plan at school to, to kind of help delineate what services and additional supports they need at school. Um, if the behavioral concerns are like, you know, really severe, um, there's like more intensive programs that you can send kids to. Um, Mm -hmm. there are schools that are like specific. I like when I, when we lived in New York, 
Um, there are school districts that are like specific for kids that have more developmental or like behavioral needs. So like in theory, those schools are supposed to be better equipped to be able to support students who are struggling with these needs and have these resources um, at their disposal. And then again, like if it's an even higher level of care, like, you know, there are longer term care facilities, there's like respite. So there's like all kind. there's a whole spectrum yeah. of things that are out there. I think the, the most challenging thing is just like how to access them. Mm. Um, I mean, like, I think it's hard because like being a mental health professional, like I've been exposed to a lot of these resources. So I feel like I would kind of know where to start if I was like, okay, what, what, right. where do I need to begin? What things might I need to access? So I feel like, you know, without having that like foot in the door, so to speak, it can be really challenging for parents who like are, are overwhelmed and don't really know what to do. So I like, you're not alone. Um, like honestly, Google goes a long way because like there are definitely more specific resources in your particular community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like, you know, if, if they are of schooling age, like start with the school, like start with the school and see like what services they already have built into the school system, the school district. Um, and, yeah. and like, you can go from there. Um, but yeah. And, and also like there are support groups for parents, there are support mm. groups for parents who, you know, might like, be struggling with parenting children who are dealing with a lot of really difficult things. So, um, so like also making sure that you are getting taken care of as the parent so that you are able to like best support your child. Yeah, no, that's great. With that being said, and now this is going to be even more generalized. So not just kids, but people in general, what, in what situation would group therapy be better than individual therapy? Um, Just this is for my own knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I think it, I think it depends. Like, I would probably more likely say group therapy in addition to, like not necessarily as an alternative. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, there's also a difference between like group therapy and support groups. Um, so like support groups are more like peer led where the goal is to like get the support from other people who are in similar situations that you're in and like, you know, share that empathy with one another and connect in that way where group Mm -hmm. therapy is like facilitated by a therapist and like it's, there's like, you know, some kind of like theme or whatever, like, right. For example, when I was a, when I was a wee baby social worker, one of the groups that I ran at the um, charter school that I was interning at was like a grief and loss group for, for eight year olds. So that's like fourth grade. Um, So it was like facilitate. I had like had the whole curriculum um, and, and like, you know, there was like a certain number of weeks involved. It's like, it was like time bound and it was a closed group. So like whoever started with the group was like going to stay with the group. No new members would join. Cause that could be super disruptive. And you're like building this therapeutic relationship with everybody at the same time. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, you want to like protect that space. Um, and you know, there were things that I was bringing into that group to like help support the kids that I was working with. So like yeah. that looks different from, you know, individual therapy where it's like, 
just the one-on-one stuff. But I would probably say like, do both. Why not? You can't go wrong. Listen, the more help, the better. (laughs) (laughs) Is what, if you, if you can get, if you can afford it as well, by any means, get, get all of the help. Uh, Brian, did you have a question for Jamie? Yeah, I have a question. So in the movie, we find out that the parents of the quote disturbed kids, um, uh, were paid the bus driver to essentially like drive them off the cliff or make them go off the cliff. Um, and the bus driver survives, uh, despite all the things that go wrong. And then essentially they have him still living in the same town all these years later, I guess talk a little bit about like, what would make someone stay? Is this a guilt thing? Is this a staying close? Is this a remorse thing? Is this a, like, we don't really get a sense from the character kind of what he's going through per se. Um, maybe we do. Maybe we, I mean, let's talk about that. Why would he stay in the town? Yeah. And, and just to add to that too, Brian, why would he stay? And also he, he's definitely, um, keeping himself away from society as well. So, if you're going to, you're staying in the same town and you're also like not even associating with other people, you know, he's not taking care of his house. He's not doing the trick or treating or anything. So like why isolate yourself and stay in the, in the same, uh, in the same town with all that trauma? Beats me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess like, you know, there's only so much context that we get for this particular person. Um, But yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it is guilt. Like maybe he does feel badly and like feels, you know, like tied to this is the place where I did this thing. Like, I mean, he already accepted their money, so I feel like like that guilt is going to live with him wherever he goes, both because like oh, he tried to kill them and then and, and did, and then also like accepted this like, you know, f- like accepted money on behalf of trying to kill children. So like I, I don't think that any I don't think that going anywhere, regardless of how much money he got, is going to like absolve himself of the responsibility and guilt that I imagine and shame that he feels. And so like, I guess in that, in that sense, like why go anywhere else, you know? Yeah. I was going to ask, does that add to that isolation? Like that's his trauma response is, okay, I've done this. This is the guilt that I have. So now I'm not, I'm just going to stay to myself and not, you know. I'd also be curious to know what happened in between. Like, was he accused mm. of doing it on purpose? Like, what happened? Do, did, mm. did, did he pretend to die? And, like, this is someone new who moved to town. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, I yeah. just stayed in their house. Like, um, is this, you know, again, why does he pull out the, the pictures that night? Um, things of mm-hmm. that nature would be interesting because I, that's one of the more interesting storylines to me. Um, and it's fascinating that he still stays in the town. Yeah, it's kind of like um like Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, that everybody probably covered it up collectively, <laughs> you know, because the parents. Oh, I like him. that. 
that like the yeah. town yeah like mm-hmm. maybe that massacre is why sam like shows up because the town has a dirty secret like oh that yeah. one. i made that up i don't know because he was there when they were driving so like i don't know but yes. <laughs> you know that that i like that i'm into that i'm into that yeah we'll keep that <laughs> beautiful well, do we want to go ahead and, and rank these so we can talk about what we liked about them? Yeah. All right. How do you want to do this? Do we want to do everyone goes, talk through each one of them, and then you rank it? Or do you want to, like, go back and forth? Everyone does their five. Everyone does their four. What are we thinking here? I don't know. I guess everyone, we can just go through our individual top five. Cool. Nikisha, you've never seen this before. Yes. I I want to know how you rank these because I, I I I I I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. Fascinated. I okay. So my num should I go from five to one or one to five? Yeah, go to five, five to, to one. one. What fun is okay, it when you start with the favorite? You gotta well, go okay, up. Okay, 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 cool, cool, cool. Uh, so five is the opening scene couple. You know, that to me, it's, and I think it's just what Jamie's parlor talk was about. I was just annoyed with them at the beginning because if you're annoyed about Halloween, then I'm, I don't care what happens to you. You do whatever you, you deserve to die because <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the season. So that's five, um, for me, four would be the bus massacre only because of, like I said, how uncomfortable I felt, which is the purpose of it and you know the purpose of of horror it's not just to scare but to make people feel uncomfortable i get it but just that was that was a lot um and the fact that the bus massacre on top of the kids bullying that girl you know it's just i don't i don't like bullying so that storyline is for for me for those reasons i have number three i just call him pumpkin boy his name is sam yes okay Number three, He's a pumpkin person, Nikisha. Person. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> a pumpkin person because there's there's no age there. It's just the pumpkin. And that pumpkin looked very ripe. So, you know, good for him and his skin routine. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I, I put it as number three. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of wavering with this conversation because, Brian, you talking about the uh, – the guts and and all of the little uh, special effects of the boy is it really is was really cool to watch. Maybe I just wanted more of it to like it more. But my number two is definitely the werewolf coven girls because I was just expecting them to all be witches. You know, they all gather together. There's mm. a little fire there, and either witches or vampires. Um, so when they were actually werewolves and shedding their skin, I was like, oh, this is really cool because we don't really see a lot of women being werewolves. I know it's like a stupid societal thing, but media doesn't portray, you know, women as werewolves in a sense, or at least in the things that I've seen. We're always, you know, either witches or vampires. So Can I point cool. you to a, a, a group of movies called uh, Twilight? Okay. But the, wi- but the women. Yeah, no, I... I- <laughs> I, I, yeah, not a great example at all. Yes. Uh, uh, Ginger Snaps is actually a very good one. Ginger Snaps? Not. Don't know. Have to do it. Um, and then my number one is the principal because it was just so random that the pumpkin carving was 
the boy and the boy was uh, was the the kid that was knocking over the pumpkins and the little boy was in it the whole time and for the line that you said that I forgot Brian of um what Charlie Brown was what what was the quote Charlie Brown's an asshole yes and I love Charlie Brown that's Charlie <laughs> Brown is is my jam but that was very funny to hear that out of that little boy's mouth and for him to be like you got to help me with the eyes let's carve a scary thing yes <laughs> Just that whole twist of it all and him getting his just desserts uh, with the werewolf ladies. Sure. Too. I thought that was a nice way to round out his story. Even though that kid was just sitting on the steps waiting for his daddy is not coming home. But sorry, also, you're also killing people as well. So what, listen, what's your life going to be like? That kid grew up to be American Psycho. That guy, whatever that guy's name is. That's what that kid was. Patrick Bateman. Yes. Wild. I mean, let me let me check. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Who wants to go next? Is that me? Because the way you're pointing on my screen, it's you, then Nikisha, then. Oh, I'm pointing to you, Jamie. I want you to go next. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. So I'm probably gonna upset everyone because mine is wildly different from yours. Um, okay, so in my final slot. I have the principal Um, (laughs) because I – that one feels the longest to me. Um, And I don't know. It feels like it goes on too long. Like when he's like out in the backyard, Mm -hmm. that whole scene bothers me. I'm just like, come on, man. Get it over with. Like – Speed it up. Murder this boy and bury him in Mm, your backyard. mm. Also, like, your kid needs to shut up. Oh, my God. It's stressing me out. Teach your weird future murderer son better. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Not ideal. But mostly not ideal because, again, if he's trying to teach someone a lesson, first of all, they're dead, so they learned nothing. And second Mm. of all, again, I ask, again, how do you check candy for poison? Like, I get checking for razor blades mm-hmm. and like other creepy stuff and candy, like Candyman shenanigans. <laughs> I can do that. I have eyes. I can do that. I, I'm not. Does it smell different? Because all I smell is chocolate. Somebody riddle yes. me this. Anyway, yes. That's in my last slot. The one after that is the opening because it's very brief. Um, it's too short. So my my complaints. I'm very picky. Um, sorry. Uh, so too short, too long. We got to find a nice middle ground. Um, but again, who is hit? Nobody I know is taking down their decorations on Halloween night. Mm -hmm. You're a fool for thinking that I'm going to believe this. Um, and she does, she gets what she deserves. You should be murdered if you're taking down decorations. Um, so that's in my fourth slot. In my third slot, we have Sam, um, because he's he's so cheeky um, and mm-hmm. adorable, and I love his little pumpkiny flesh, um, and it's <laughs> it's great. Also, um, according to Wikipedia, some of the things that he writes on the walls are are Samhain greetings, and then I realized and it clicked. That's why his name is Sam. And Samhain is a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter. Oh. It's held on the 1st of November, but the celebrations begin on the evening of the 31st. Oh. Claps for Jamie. Yes. 
Well, claps for Wikipedia. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, I like that one. It feels very middle of the road. I like that it connects back to, um, a previous one that we got like mul- like multiple little connections. And then we finally get the full thing. I also like it because at this point in the movie, we have already seen, um, the, uh, like the old neighbor being attacked And so like now it's exciting to like come back to it and see like, well, what happened to him? Did he survive it? Mm. Because you don't actually know. So I like that they like resolve it. You you see the resolution, blah, blah, blah. Um, Number two, I have the surprise party. Um, I also really like this one. Um, I like that it's silly that uh she's wearing a little red riding hood costume and mm-hmm. turns out she's a werewolf haha <laughs> clever um yeah. it makes me laugh it makes me giggle um i i also just like anna paquin um yes. so it was it was nice to like see her featured in this and this is also where you get to see more of like the town halloween parade festival thing so i also liked that um but i i very much enjoy when the principal gets murked having to see him gone. Um, and as Nikisha says, enjoy his just desserts. Now, before everybody comes at me for choosing Halloween school bus massacre as my number one for also Mm -hmm. being the most wildly offensive thing. Mm -hmm. The reason why I like this one so much is because it truly brings me so much pleasure to watch these douchey kids get murdered. Like, their prank is so mean and cruel and then, like, double messed up because they say they're doing a tribute to the these, these poor dead children. But it's like they are taking advantage of this trauma and this, like, very upsetting thing and, and using it to prank somebody who also potentially might be neurodivergent. Like, it's just all – it's just all wildly upsetting. But it – goes scores to make up for it by just giving them all a really satisfying murder in return. I, I just, it makes me feel so much joy when they all, (laughs) when the revenge is, is enacted on them. And I just, I also love little Rhonda. I loved her witch costume. I love that she makes all of these pumpkins and puts them all on her lawn. I like, I want, I want to hang out with her and carve pumpkins with her. Um, And so for all of these reasons, uh, that is why it's my favorite, even though it's also the most disturbing and the most upsetting. Yeah. But this one's for Rhonda. For Rhonda. We love Rhonda. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. All right, Brian, give it to us. Uh, I just want to start this out by saying (laughs) that I love doing this podcast with you two because – we just do not have the same. <laughs> no. uh, like, like all three of these lists are pretty, pretty spectacularly different. All right. <laughs> At number five, I have the opening couple mm-hmm. for the same exact reasons the two of you just said. Mm-hmm. At number four, I have the principal for the same reasons that mm-hmm. Jamie said. It's a little bit long and all over the place and. It takes a lot of time and, and, but like, I still enjoy it. I don't think it's like a weak link, but like, uh, I prefer the other ones to it. Number three, the surprise party werewolf women. Um, 
I love the imagery of them like around the fire and at that party. And then you look around and the shots are like, wait, where did all the men go? And then they're, you know, and I, I guess my question is like, they say it's her first time like in, uh, transforming, like she's never done it before. She likes to stay human. First time feeding on mm. a human. I, that, that, that also confuses me a little bit because I know they're going for like the, you know, the double entendre. Like you think she has never right. had sex before. Like, haha, nope, it's a werewolf. Gotcha. Um, uh, but I love, I love it. Um, um, at number two, I have the bus driver, um, and the Sam stuff. I think that I love the Sam, honestly, ask me tomorrow and one and two could switch. But for right Mm -hmm. now today, the number two is spectacular. The production value, that fight, like all that stuff, um, is spectacular, Right today, it's number two because I don't know why he's looking at those pictures on this. Mm. Like maybe he looks at them every year, and he and he, this night he just got a little too drunk and threw them in, or whatever reason. I don't know. Like we said, anniversary. Yeah. And at number one, I agree with Jamie. It's the bus massacre, um, and the reason it's the bus massacre for me is because of how utterly effective and disturbing it is, and then how satisfying it is in the end, and it has Sam in it being super cool like him and Rhonda, like nodding at each other like you cool you cool you know like (laughs) i i i I like that um i think it shows like by i don't know it it feels inclusive because i love Rhonda so much like that Mm -hmm. i like want to bring her into my group and like i know where she could be happy i know i i have friends that would love her we would love her you know what i mean like and so by 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 providing that like that connection of inclusivity with me as a, a watcher, you know, juxtaposed against like the bullying in that whole sequence, but bullying both in the, the, the flashback and in the present um, makes me feel spectacular when she makes the decision to like go up with her lit, lit, lit pumpkin jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. I, it's also like, it makes me feel yucky while watching a lot of that stuff. And I and I like that feeling, especially because it's it it has the satisfying ending. So that that's my list. Okay, uh, I will say maybe to answer your question, Brian, about the first time thing. Maybe it was her first time catching her own food and feasting on it. Do you know what I mean? Oh sure, like her first hunt, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. I'm into that. I dig that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just making that up to you, but no, I, I love like it. That would be good. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, should we Rotten Tomatoes this? Let's get in to those wild tomatoes. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. Um, so, yeah. What do, what do you think this has on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I want to say... I feel like anthologies aren't everybody's cup of tea, so I'm going to say it's 60. 60. 65. 65. 65. 65. Jamie, what do you think this has on Rotten Tomatoes? I agree with you, but I think that this is I, – I stand by this being one of the better ones. Yeah. So I'm going to go high <laughs> 70s and say 78. Okay. This has an 81% on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Yeah. Jamie wins Price is Right rules. Uh, Woo! 
the so the audience score is only a seventy one percent, but the 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 critics oh. score is eighty one percent, and the critics consensus is a deftly crafted tribute to Halloween legends. Trick or treat hits all the genre marks with gusto and old fashioned suspense. Yeah, cool. I can dig it. I love that. Fantastic. Uh, should we do the four S's? Yes. Yes, is. Yes. Scares, shakes, and suggestions. The talking horns. Four S's. <laughs> okay. The four S's are skulls, scares, shakes, and suggestions. Um, we are going to rank them one through ten, and then we'll do suggestions separately. Um, but uh, yeah, Jamie, why don't you start? Um, uh, what are your, what are your rankings for, for four S's for this? Yeah. So I'm going to give skulls a five, like pure middle of the road. I think some people make, you know, some choices and things that like seem fairly straightforward. Um, I'll never forgive, uh, Leslie Bibb for putting away her decorations (laughs) too early. That's not, I don't know, a single human person that does that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like very strongly one way or the other. So I'm just going to go average, um, for scares. I'm going to give this a three. I don't think that this movie is particularly scary. I think it leans way more on the comedy than on the horror, which is totally fine. Um, I would say that again, like probably the massacre uh, scene is like the most disturbing and unsettling. Sure. So like Mm -hmm. that's, that's why I would give it a three. Um, for shakes, I'm going to give this a seven because I love this movie and I will recommend it to any and all. It's a great time. I don't think this is, this is the, one of the most, uh, memorable, uh, horror anthologies in my opinion. Yeah. Nikisha. I'm going to give the skulls a three for what Jamie kind of said but it's you know didn't lean into a lot of the mental health stuff so that's why I knocked it down a few points scares I'm gonna give it a two simply just for the uncomfortable feeling of the bus massacre and shakes I'm gonna give it a six because I also like this and I would suggest it and I would watch it again next year or tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) in one sitting yes in one sitting yes Yes. uh skulls is a four for me uh, some of the same reasons as you two. Um, scares is a three for me uh, because of the bus massacre scene makes me uncomfortable and uh, and and there's there's some there's some creepy imagery and stuff in there. Um, shakes, this is an eight for me. This is an every year like watch that I want to do. This gets me in, really gets me into the Halloween spirit. It makes me want to go to these small towns with like super cool like Halloweens and. It makes me want to dress up, and it makes me want to get into it all. And, and yes, yeah, so that's an eight for me. Uh, suggestions. Yeah. Jamie, let's start with you. Sure. So I have two. Um, the first one, so they're both horror anthologies. Um, the first one that I would suggest is um, XX, which is a woman – led like directed horror anthology nice um it's from what i remember it was okay um but i do appreciate that like you know woman-centric like we need more women in 
doing behind the scenes things in film. So, um, so if you'd like to support your, your fellow female identified folks, watch that one. Um, I would also recommend, um, Southbound as another anthology horror. It's not comedic. Um, but it like, there are directors that I really love and appreciate who direct segments in this, including David Bruckner and Radio Silence. So if, if you'd like to see other things that these directors that we've already covered, like the recent Scream um, and uh, other stuff, watch watch this. Nice. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Nagisha. Uh, I already said my two earlier in this episode, but Monsterland for sure on Hulu. It's actually a, it's a TV show. It's not a movie, but it's an anthology of horror, and they're all interconnected. And then Two Sentence Horror Stories on Netflix. If you just need a little quick fix, there you go. Awesome. Uh, I have two as well. Uh, I'm going with the original VHS. Um, it's just really good. Um, again, David Bruckner and a lot of those people, um, the same as Southbound. Um, I also, I, I really like Southbound too. Southbound has one of my favorite segments of any of these. Um, uh, mm. and then, uh, I'm going out things that just get me excited for Halloween and like the, the things you do in Halloween is Hell House LLC. Um, mm. it's a, it's a found footage, like document, mockumentary, documentary type situation. It's spectacular. It's spooky, and it really gets me into the Halloween spirit, similarly to the way that this does. So those are my two. Nice. I have a random question. Has anyone seen Creep Show? No, I haven't. Me neither, and it's been on my list, but that one's also supposed to be like a very good horror anthology that also has its own like spooky dude. Okay. Would House of a Thousand Corpses be kind of considered an anthology or no? I don't think so because I don't think there's okay. like separate stories. Oh, okay. Maybe I just remember. Just I just – that that movie was so people. random <laughs> in how everything was yeah. spliced that it felt like, it's like what's, what's happening here? But okay. I think the sequel is far superior. Great. I'll have to try the sequel then because I did not like mm-hmm. the first one. Uh, beautiful. Oh, well, I, I watched the oh, sequel yes. with Jamie. <laughs> Did you like it? I love the sequel. I think it's really good. Uh, I, I did not enjoy my time watching it. I, in <laughs> hindsight, I'm so, I, I, in hindsight, it's, I, it's great. But like, okay. in my, my, in, while watching it, I did not enjoy myself. But in hindsight, I was like, oh, that's a really interesting, cool movie. To have you... Seen the first one? No. So you okay? So I also watched the it. sequel before I ever saw the first one because I heard the mm. first one just wasn't good, and yeah. I heard that the second one was like excellent. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go into it, and like whatever <laughs> happens, happens. And it's like very having seen both, it's like it's like still those characters, but it's just presented in a very different way that I feel like is really good. Okay, great. Well, Jamie's wreck, I will definitely watch <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps up our episode of a Trick or Treat. You can find us on all of the social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Talk Horror Pod. And now on the YouTubes, hey, guys, 
Nice to see ya. Uh, hey, Brian, where can they listen to us? Sure. You can listen to us wherever you get podcasts. Those things are Stitcher. Those things are Google Podcasts. Those things are uh, Spotify and, of course, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us there. Five stars, please. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Uh, also, uh, before we sign off here, um, just so you know, uh, you know, we are very excited for October and Halloween. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have two episodes a week in October, so get your uh, earbuds ready. Uh, we're going to be talking through some of our favorite movies. So we'll be doing yes. Urban Legend. We'll be doing The Monster oh. Squad. We'll be doing Rosemary's Baby. Uh, and then we're going to sneak some other new movies in there, like uh, the new VHS movie, uh, Halloween uh, Ends, of course, and then a couple other ones. Uh, and then we might even do I Know What You Did Last Summer. So uh, definitely subscribe. Stay subscribed. We've got some amazing stuff. And then, again, always go on to our um, Always go on to our social media, our TikTok. You'll see more stuff there. We're rewatching all of the Nightmare on Elm Street or for the first time and the Friday the 13th stuff. So uh, check us out there. Beautiful. Well, I mean, we have to sign off with the quote, Charlie Brown's an asshole. And then play <laughs> the Charlie Brown music, was it? Great. I can't wait to add that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. With Thanks, Sam dancing. Guys. <laughs> Dee 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 dee.